Listening to the Lit and Lucid podcast brought to you by Steve's Goods and Yuhu Brand. Here's your host, Lucy and Jared. Welcome, everybody, to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are here recording another episode. We have Tony Iapolo and Jennifer Iapolo with us today from the Cannabis Consumer Institute. What's up, ladies? Hi. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Jared. Hello. So stoked to uh, to have you both on board. Yeah, thank you. Thank you also. Absolutely. Yeah, so the Cannabis Consumer Institute is a new company that just came online. Uh, they are focused on empowering consumers with knowledge, confidence, and options in the cannabis and hemp industry. They're also focused on educating consumers on the plant and products available on the market. So they're really just focused on cannabis um, con- uh, in education, having the consumers understand a little bit more about all these different products that are coming to market and they're consuming. Uh, so they're very education-based. So we're going to learn a little bit more about the Cannabis Consumer Institute. And then Tony, she is the co-founder and CEO. She has a background as a serial entrepreneur. This is actually her fourth company. And she has over 30 years experience with product launches, sales, marketing, compliance, and R&D in pharmaceutical, biotech, and the cannabis industry. So we're excited to learn a little bit more about her background. And then Jennifer, she is the co-founder and CEO with over 15 years experience from natural products to cannabis. And she also has a background as a natural educator. Uh, So we're excited to hear both of your backgrounds, a little bit more about why you chose the cannabis industry and how you came up with the idea for the Cannabis Consumer Institute. Thank you. That was terrific. Great intro. Thanks. Awesome. So, Tony, why don't you just jump right in and explain to us a little bit more about kind of how your background and how that ties into cannabis. Sure. Thank you. So I spent the past 30 years in the life sciences industry, as you indicated, Lucy, and focusing on clinical research. I worked a little bit in sales and marketing and ended really in regulatory compliance. And as you mentioned, you know, that was my, um, you know, my last company and I sold that to Deloitte Life Sciences, which was an amazing experience uh, for me. But because I had spent so much time in, in, in the industry and in life sciences, I just thought, you know, I want to pivot. I want to kind of take the knowledge that I have into a different industry. Um, when I sold, I, I took a couple years off just thinking about what that business looked like or what was really of interest to me, but where I could apply my skill sets. And I became extremely fascinated about the cannabis industry in about 2015. I just thought, here's an industry that was much like the pharmaceutical industry when I started in the late 80s. And I thought, you know, there, there's, there's not a lot of you know, stringent practice um, or best practices Uh, We're kind of, you know, looking at different people from all different industries, pulling them in. Um, The regulations aren't stringent. The FDA hasn't really become involved yet. And it just reminded me a lot of what my world looked like, you know, 30 years ago. And it interests me. So I really just started dipping my toe into the water by making various investments and just following different companies, both in the United States and in Canada. And because Jennifer, my sister-in-law and my partner, um, you know, was in, in Colorado and still is, you know, I was 
fascinated about, you know, what's Colorado doing and just try to keep the temperature because it was one of the leading states and the most established in this arena. And so we just kept the dialogue going. So I made a couple investments, followed the companies, looked at what was new. And Jen and I started talking uh, about a year ago, I'd say, mm -hmm. about the potential of starting just a really unique kind of creative company that focused on cannabis. But we really wanted to do something that was different. We knew we would knew we didn't want to touch the plant. Um, we knew we didn't want to manufacture. We knew we we knew we didn't want, but we were just trying to vet. You know what was it that we wanted? I also had some education and, and, and training in my background, providing good clinical practices, good manufacturing practices, um, and good lab practice training to different people in in the clinical world and and the bioscience and life science world. So I thought, well, that's interesting. So we started looking at some of the consumers, tried to um, you know look at the employees that were in the companies, tried to look at the different structure that the organizations had. And tried to figure out, you know, what would be kind of the best approach if we if we took kind of that perspective and background, and also looked at regulations. So we went through. Um, I guess it was in like late 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 September of 2018, looking at you know education, training, and thinking you know that should be kind of our lead focus, but really internally in in the manufacturer company, the cannabis and hemp company. But we found that um, it became a little bit problematic only because. They just, you know, we're just not, the companies just aren't that sophisticated yet in infrastructure when it comes to employee retention, employee training, and, and it's just not as, you know, sophisticated or mature as some of the other industries. So looking at learning management systems, allocating the appropriate budget on a per-employee basis for internal and external training just wasn't there yet. So we pivoted um, a bit. And started, you know, rethinking, you know, the concept, the company, the branding. And then we connected with um, two really exceptional um, people. One is um, Samya Surapur, who is now our director of product development, and Morgan Rappaport, who's our director of strategic planning. And between the four of us, we, we really started thinking about different concepts. And Morgan was kind of leading some of that direction and 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 thought process. But the four of us came up with a really cool concept to focus on a company that's just very consumer centric and that focuses on the cannabis consumer. Um, and I know I'm kind of bleeding into that. So I'll let, I'll let Jen give her background and I'll pause. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, if, if you're ready for me to jump in, I will. Um, so yeah, I, I come from the natural products industry, um, was, you know, involved in herbal apothecaries, herbal labs, uh, homeopathic labs, sales and marketing. Um, gosh, you name it. I, I actually taught at CU's integrative medicine department, taught them aromatherapy, and also de the dental students taught them about using aromatherapy. And then I also worked for a corporate education firm um, focusing on the Fortune 100 companies, on the global leaders in leadership transformation. And so just, you know, having that leadership training and, and working with global teams <clears throat> just kind of, you know, kind of piqued my interest in, in, in becoming a leader myself. And then, you know, to obviously Tony kind of told you our background, we, you know, we kind of married the two of us, which we, you know, we complement each other well, because I'm come from more of the natural 
products, more product development, you know, product side, and she brings the pharma, you know, life sciences um, realm. So, um, you know, it, it's definitely cannabis is something I've been looking at for a long time, um, mainly because we studied it in herbal medicine, but also just watching it in Colorado unfold and, you know, watching um, the Stanley brothers, you know, reading a lot about them and, uh, you know, seeing a lot about them really, really got me interested. Um, so that's my background. And, um, you know, I'm really enjoying the industry, enjoying the people. I, I love, I love the topic. I love learning about, you know, how cannabis has changed people's lives. Um, and I really want to, you know, I, I really believe in mainstreaming cannabis. I think that there are so many people who will benefit from the product and I should say cannabis and hemp. Our focus is on cannabis and hemp just to clarify. Um, so, so, you know, that's, that's really it. It comes from a really honest place. Um, and we do, you know, one of our, our main taglines is truth in cannabis. And that's something that I really hope to make stand out with, with Cannabis Consumer Institute is, is really, you know, learning about people's truth in cannabis and being very truthful about um, and transparent about the products that are, that are out there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I definitely wrote down immediately that, you know, Jen, your background's in natural homeopathic and Tony's kind of more like on the pharma side. And I was thinking even geographically, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, you know, Tony, you're coming to us from Pennsylvania on the East Coast and, and Jennifer's right here in Colorado. And right now there's a huge dichotomy on the East Coast. It's extremely pharma focused on the cannabis side and they're trying to run it like, you know, pharmacies and on the West Coast it's a little looser and it definitely stems more from like the natural homeopathic you know, movements is where cannabis kind of came from there. So we're totally at like this place in the market where it is 100% a balance between, you know, legislators and companies and entrepreneurs either trying to take the homeopathic route of trying to take, you know, you know, the, the like the West Coast kind of methodology and apply it to cannabis and run it a little looser with, you know, recreational rules and stuff. Then you have the East Coast where it's, you know, they're trying to like highly regulate it and turn it into a pharma industry. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you know, there's a, there's a battle ensuing essentially. So there totally needs to be a balance between those two sides. And I think that's like a perfect merger with what you guys are doing is maybe trying to find that balance between those two backgrounds and those two kind of pivot points. Yeah. You know, something I've been saying, and I'm, I'm really interested in this topic is I really feel like cannabis is a unifier. And I've been saying that because it's, it unifies us both politically, culturally, and then also exactly what you just mentioned. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it, we're kind of bringing both, you know, both sides to the table to create great products and to create great consumer experiences. And um, I think that's why it feels so like we feel like we have a really good team because we're, we're kind of looking at both worlds and bringing them together. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. And I have to say, you know, there is such a difference, you know, when Jen and I talk about what's accessible and available to us here on the East Coast from knowledge or product or um, just reputation or branding, it's just so different than... Uh, what's available out, you know, Midwest and West. It's just, it's just two different worlds and trying to bridge that gap. And Jen, I've always said, you know, bridging the da- bridging the gap between, you know, the consumer, the wellness communities and just the industry, you know, how can we do that? And we feel, we really feel that CCI is a good uh, vehicle for that, but there's such a, a pressing need. I mean, we'll speak with people here on the East Coast about the product. My father would even say, you know, don't talk about that, you know, around other people. And, you know, there's just such a negative stigma. You know, he's kind of embarrassed by me having these conversations around, you know, his friends or at a dinner party or something where, 
when I, you know, visit out in Colorado, when I speak to Jen or just any experience I have with people out West, it's just uh, really refreshing. So it's just, it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic right now in the United States, let alone the world. Yeah. And I think it speaks to the, to the broader, you know, movement that's going going on right now. I think, you know, and I think there's plenty of people who will back this statement up, but I think the pharmaceutical industry has failed consumers on numerous fronts. And I think right now we're, we're getting away from, you know, a single molecule push of drugs where they're, you know, it's an isolated compound to more of a, like plant-based medicines and full spectrum medicines, things like that. Not even just with cannabis, but, you know, the re- resurgence with like turmeric right now and all kinds of other kind of natural movements going on. So I think, you know, the mm-hmm. cannabis industry basically is like the, it's like the megaphone for what's going on with, you know, uh, you know, our healthcare system, I guess. And it's kind of cool to see both sides like shaping the cannabis industry. And I would almost like go on a limb here to say the cannabis industry might be like a, a precursor to, you know, the future of healthcare. Yep. Yep. I concur completely. And I think it's got the pharmaceutical industry just, you know, kind of shuddering at the knees right now, which is Mm -hmm. not a good thing. It's really not. So, yeah. Well, cool. Let's dive into the CCI. Like, so is this like a database where consumers can like go and find like relevant information? Are you guys like sleuthing companies and their claims or what exactly is happening here? Sure. So, so as I said, you know, we're a new company. We're less than eight months old. We're headquartered out of Colorado. Um, and you know, we really want to create this company that is founded on making a difference that's meaningful, that's credible. Um, as Jen said, truth in cannabis is, is, you know, something that we've trademarked and that we believe in. And we feel that there's definitely a lack of credibility in the industry when it comes to, you know, CBD or hemp, um, from transparency to standardization, all of those things. And building an organization like CCI is really founded on a consumer centric, um, platform so it's a, going to be and, and is starting to be a consumer community that's providing the ability for the consumer to really see themselves truly reflected um, and one that's going to provide that credibility and, and truth in cannabis, but for the consumer. So we're definitely going to be kind of blending Jen and my background together from a scientific kind of methodology standpoint to the natural, you know, homeopathic, um, you know, products industry and look at different, you know, organizations and, and products and try to really uncover uh, the truth in, in those products so that the consumer has a kind of one-stop location, a community that maybe they can, you know, share their experience or have their own voice, but one that um, is, is definitely going to look at uh products from a credibility standpoint so that the consumer has the appropriate information that they need to make the right decisions in their selection of products. Yeah. And I mean, that's definitely really needed. I mean, I'm pretty educated in cannabis and, you know, Jared and I have been looking at different CBD companies. We even got some CBD products sent to us the other day and they were just like super vague and like, you didn't even really know what was even in the product. And I ended up having to like email them and be like, what even is this? And like, for us being educated and probably more educated than some of these consumers, like that's troubling. Like when we have no idea really what these products are and you know, a lot of it has to do that it is still, you know, the wild west and it is an unregulated market. 
And, you know, these companies are making claims about health benefits and, you know, all these different additives and different things that are, you know, being helpful with these products when, quite frankly, maybe they're not. I mean, a lot of this testing is coming back and they're checking these products for like CBD and the percentage they're saying that's in these bottles is not even close to what's actually, you know, in the bottle, let alone, you know, what you're actually consuming. You know, when it says it's 10 milligrams, well, is that bioavailability of that product really 10 milligrams? Is that what you're actually consuming? And so there's just so much misinformation out there, especially about, you know, CBD and hemp. Um, so that there's definitely the need for an institute, you know, to come forward and be like, hey, like this is the legitimate information and this is what we need to move forward with. And these are the products that you can trust. Yes. And, you know, I would just say, Lucy, to your point, you know, we're really hoping to give the brands that are doing it right, that are being responsible, we're really hoping to give them a platform because, you know, there are a lot of products, as you know, that it's counterfeit CBD and, and the consumer is the one who really loses out. And that's what, you know, we're hoping to do is really highlight that the companies, even if they're small, we want to give the small and the big brands the opportunity to do it right and to showcase their products in a way that 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 consumers will trust because of our you know our vetting process or our process. So I mean that's the piece that we we keep seeing. And even in, you know, I mean just even, you know, highlighting the the products that are like, you know, 20 to one, um, you know, that would really help someone who's maybe a little curious about cannabis. They don't really want to get high, but they want to try something that might help them. Um, so really giving them context about, about cannabis products and hemp products and, and how they might identify a product that's best for them. Yeah. I mean, it's very relevant. Yeah. Even, I mean, it gets confusing. People have to do like math and nobody knows what 20 to one in. And sometimes you know, on the product labels, you don't know if it's 20 to 1 THC or CBD and they're not labeled appropriately. And exactly. it's all relevant yeah. stuff. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, yeah. it might have been the pre-show we we're talking or somebody touched on it when we started the podcast, but uh, it really does come down to consumers or it's like an injustice to consumers. If you have somebody new to market, they're new to cannabis, they're new to CBD and they're taking, you know, they're just taking it for a spin and, you know, they're trying to alleviate some pain. Well, what if they pick up a product that doesn't even have CBD in it or has some you know, a knockoff CBD or is just CBD isolate, not with the compounds needed within the, the product to make it bioavailable or, you know, maybe they're taking a, a salve and not, you know, applying it to the right place or taking a, you know, there's so many different things essentially where people just don't really know, you don't know your products and they don't really know how to consume these yet either. So Absolutely. it's like a, it's a very scary world. And even, I mean, like Lucy touched on me and her still shop around for products and it's so hard for us to we were trying to recommend them to family members and I know. we can't. And, you know, there, no, we I have know. literally like a list of like two companies now where it's like we know mm -hmm. for sure that these people are probably legit, but we don't even know that for certain because there's nobody really regulating them. Exactly. And that's why I love having Tony's background and her, you know, just her eye on, on the industry and, and what we should be looking for to help the consumer. Cause that's, that's really the, the biggest focus. And, you know, like you said, we have people asking us too all the time, you know, family members, what, what product should I try? And I don't want to feel stoned out of my brain, but I really want to try it. And, you know, they, there's just those questions over and over and over. And I see just, I see such a huge, uh, market, you know, for, for the industry. And if we can be honest with them and they can have a really good experience with cannabis, it just, it just sets the tone. And that's when pharma is really going to start going, whoa, <laughs> you know, because people are going to be changing their, their, their medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are such great points, Jen. And we, and we, and I think what's, what's different is in this industry, 
I think a lot of people just want to jump on the bandwagon. They just want to produce something or get involved and, you know, make it big and, you know, exit strong and all those great things. But, you know, the last thing you want to do is that is, is for all of that to come at the consumer's expense. And so the expenses, the trial and error, the expenses, you know, a lot of money that they're spending, the expenses, the research. And then at the end of it, if the consumer is feeling failed by cannabis and hemp because of the lack of the credibility or accuracy on labeling, then we've done, we've done no justice whatsoever. So if our organization come in and play a role in that, you know, we were, you know, we would really be very fulfilled at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And and that's what our goal is. Yeah. And I mean, so Jared and I were at the, um, Indo the hemp expo a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. ago and there was a, what was it? I can't even think like there was a speaker and they were talking about CBD and they did this, all this whole, uh, all this data and like th- it said, like maybe thirty percent of people even knew what CBD was. But then when it came down to like actually purchase a product, like a very small percentage of those people who knew what CBD were to begin with were actually making purchases. And then there was all this misinformation about oh, does it make you high or like what's actually in CBD? And the numbers were all over the board. And then it ended up concluding that people that didn't really know about CBD at all and were just kind of like semi-health, you know, addicts kind of were into, you know, taking care of themselves, those people were way more inclined to purchase CBD products. So it's, it's just showing you that there's so many variables with education right now and it's causing consumers to react in different ways. And honestly, the people that even know about it, they're not purchasing right now. So like, that's a problem. There's a hole in the yes. market there. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. That is a great point. So let's um, switch bases. I know you guys have a really exciting event coming in June of this year in Boulder. Uh, So maybe Mm -hmm. explain to us a little bit more about the symposium. Sure. So it's called Cannabis Connections and um, bringing consumers, wellness communities, and the industry together. It's going to be on Wednesday, June 5th. So it's just a one-day event only. It's local. It's at CU Boulder at the University Memorial Center, and it's from 8 to 5 in the um, evening. And then immediately following that, we're going to have a really cool, like, rooftop reception over at the Rio Grande. So hopefully our listeners um, are familiar with that location, um, as well as CU Boulder, which I'm sure they are, and they come and check us out. But it's it's a very small, intimate event, and we've been very selective in who we're having speak there, um, but it's also a very wide range of topics and, and presenters. So we have Dr. Steven Sattel, who's speaking on cannabis and vet medicine. We have a local gentleman, Tristan Watkins, um, from Lucid Mood, and he's going to really talk about, um, you know, making cannabis mainstream, kind of, you know, how that was formulated and, and really demystifying that a bit. We are really happy to also have um, Dr. Brian Reed. He's head of science research at Canopy Growth. So he'll be speaking about kind of more the scientific trends and pharmacology and different formulations for health and wellness. And then many of you may also know Kelsey Dara, who is um, kind of a YouTuber, but um, she's an influencer. She also is on an e-program right now out of um, California, and she's going to really provide us with her medical like cannabis uh, journey and give us updates because she presented that on YouTube quite a bit ago. We reached out to her and her agent, and so she's going to give an update. So kind of like a really 
cool testimonial from an individual, um, but also someone who's very, excuse me, well-known. And then we're really happy to have Dr. David Kasserat. He's chief of palliative care here on the East Coast from Duke, and he's going to be talking about medical cannabis. He has been on TED Med Talks. He is, I think, multiple publications, maybe three or four now published. So he's going to be extremely interested in giving that medical perspective, and he's done quite a bit of that in his past. Um, we also have Carly Thomas, who is um, representing kind of compliance for nutraceuticals. So just a really great topic, looking about how cannabis is being redefined in that whole industry, because I think that's a very, you know, Jen and I believe that's just super, um, you know, trendy right now, and it's up and coming. We also have Alexis Main. She's the chief operations officer over at Sanita Skincare. It's another local person, and she's talking about terpenes and cosmetic and cannabis. So that is going to be, I think, just a hot topic. I'm um, going to draw a lot of attention. Uh, we have Dan Schmink. So this is now representative of True Veterans, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard of him. He is unbelievable, but he's had quite a journey, and he's such a strong advocate for the veteran community. And um, Jen and I have spoken with him multiple times, and he's just extremely dynamic, very good in public speaking, but has a wonderful story and message to communicate. We also have Nate Jackson, who was a former NFL tight end, um, and he's going to be joined by some former Bronco players, so that's going to be kind of cool. But he's an ambassador for Athletes for Care, and he's going to give us that perspective from an athlete's perspective, which we're hearing so much about right now, kind of coming out of the woodwork and all the athletes talking about their experience and journey with cannabis and hemp, and one that they couldn't tell before. So we're going to listen to those stories. Um and we're going to have, um, I think, a hey. and then Jen, who's the other? Oh, um, I believe the, the the founder of Wana uh, Wana Brands will Remember. be there as well. She'll be on the the Q and A panel. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's an incredibly strong lineup. Yeah, it's jam packed, and like I yeah. said, it's really diversified. And our registration is set up on our website, um, so check it out. It's extremely reasonable. We take in kind of. You know, the elderly, the seniors, the, the medical card holders, the students into consideration in our registration. So, um, you know, registration is starting, but we will we will cut it off at some point just because we don't want it to be, a, you know, a huge expo. It's not sponsor driven. This is purely for, you know, gaining information and knowledge in a specific area and hearing people's testimonials and journeys. Yeah. We had uh, we had Tristan on, and it's still one of our most viewed episodes. So, yeah, we, I, I mean, love we already we great. already know. Yeah, Tristan's going to be an excellent speaker, uh, and yeah. then I mean, everybody else you have on the list there. Brian Reed's an amazing guy. Yeah, Ebu mm -hmm. just got picked up by Canopy. Now he's part yeah. of Canopy. They have an incredible IP. Mm -hmm. I think Ebu is one of the definitely by far one of the leaders in uh, cannabinoid production and formulations and extraction. So. And yes. everybody else, I'm kind of new to everybody else there, so I'll have to definitely follow up on their background. So if you're listening, I think it's definitely a must-see event. If you're in the Boulder area, Denver area, and Colorado at all, I think it's worth your time. So uh, definitely yeah. visit their website and grab your ticket. Well, thank you for that. And yes, Tristan, you're going to have to watch out because maybe this, this podcast <laughs> will be the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to give Tristan a run for his money here. <laughs> um, no, he's terrific. I, I've never met him in person. Jen has. But um, we're looking forward to it. And um, I think, Jen, people also asked if we were going to be live streaming it. Is that correct? Yeah, we don't. I haven't. I haven't. Someone did ask about that, and I haven't looked into it any further. But I'll look into it if that's yeah. something that we feel like we should do. I don't know about live streaming, but we may have it 
um, you know, taped and, and on some level available. Yeah. What are you guys doing in the future past the symposium in the future for the company? You know, we're navigating through that um, very cautiously right now, just so that we can um, kind of get our, our program together. But Samia, who's our, our director of product development, um, is working on a program for us right now that, you know, has some scientific, scientifically um, sound methodology and some protocols around it um, that we're also going to, you know, look at and take the kind of consumer experience into into the fold and um, really look at, at providing a product to the industry. And so I know I'm being really vague and I apologize to whoever's listening, but you'll have to stay tuned uh, to see what we do over the next couple of months. But it's, uh, we're really proud of it. It's, it's going to be an interesting program. It's, it's bringing kind of that science, but also um, observational uh, methodology together so that we can give the consumer um, some very specific information on on products and, and brands out there so that they have a little bit more um, information that they know has been uh, developed in a very um, sound setting that they feel that, you know, they, they might look to that product or to that brand for, for purchasing or for, you know, help in an ailment or a condition where there's a little bit more credibility. And as Jen mentioned earlier, there, there are some companies out there that, that already have done, um, we feel is very strong due diligence in providing the consumer with the appropriate, accurate information. Um, but there are a lot out there and we want to demystify kind of the, the other products out there, um, or, you know, the, the, the false accusations or labeling or claims that they're making right now. So we're looking to, to help expose that for the consumer so that they're more informed. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good starting point. I think uh, I think it's much needed too, and in the whole aspect of the cannabis industry, from operators to entrepreneurs to consumers, I think it's going to make everybody have to step their game up and and operate at a yes. different level. So much needed. Yes. Cool. Well, we always finish off our uh, our segment here with uh, some tips for for all the entrepreneurs who are listening, the business operators, everybody who's out there on their grind and and eager to kind of shape up their their business so do either one of you have any quick tips for for our entrepreneurs out there i do and i'll, I'll just share these tips because tony really really taught me a lot about um being a, you know being a leader and being an entrepreneur and you know i'll just go through a few of them you know one of them is just to be really nimble and flexible and and to really not be afraid of failure um, really, and to really collaborate instead of control, um, and just to really trust the people that you have in place. Um, they bring a dynamic perspective, and they have a lot to share. And you know, we really value the people that we have on our team. Um, but you know, just to lend assistance and guidance to the that to you know that we're our focus is our, our, to share our mission, which is to lend assistance and guidance to the consumer. Um, so you know, I think it's just just being transparent as leaders, and and you know showcasing that um that we we also believe in truth and that um you know that's what we stand by so it's just just really getting everybody on board um you know i would say not getting everybody on board but sharing our own vision and, and mission and and finding the people that are aligned with that yeah. rather than controlling you know every step of the way yeah because i think what you're going to find is that if if you kind of share your mission and your values and, and what motivates you guys to push your company forward every single day 
you will find people who align with that and you'll find who, people who also help you push that boundary and reach those goals where you don't have to, you know, shoulder it all and do it all yourself. So. Yes. Well said, Jared. <laughs> well said. <laughs> yeah. And I think though that they are, they're, they're such important points. And I think also believing in what you do, you know, and having that passion behind it and everything goes kind of like from, from top bottom, but it's also bottom up. And I think listening to, everyone who's involved in your organization, if they have an opinion or they have a direction or if they have an idea. I, I think that in so many companies that I've been employed at, which is probably been less than you know half of my career, but I've had those situations where you know I really was shut down and people wouldn't listen to me and it wasn't like Jen said collaborative. So I think that um, you know a company is not N of one. You know, it's never one person and it's never one person's idea and it's never one person's, um, you know, driving force. It, it really does take a lot of people together. And through, I always say, like these dots on a piece of paper, eventually, you know, you build a really beautiful picture. Um, and, but it takes everybody's kind of contribution. So willingness to like hear people and, um, you know, pivot when you need to. And as long as no one's, you know, stuck so hard on one idea, even if you can see it crashing in the wall, you know, sometimes you need to know when it's time to let go of it and just, you know, move a little bit to the left, move a little bit to the right and just be, um, you know, nimble. But I think, you know, being positive forces and um, believing in what you do. So Awesome. Yeah. We agree with all of those things. I love all of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, cool. So how can our listeners find more information about the Cannabis Consumer Institute and your symposium? So go to our website, um, and it's a long one, but you'll remember it. It's CannabisConsumerInstitute.com, and then uh, you look for the symposium. It's um, two, 2019 symposium. And we may, we're going we're gonna to take temperature on this one and see what the industry is saying, but we really enjoy getting close to our presenters. We already have a list of presenters who are asking to present. We just don't have any more room at this one, so we may, we may do a little bit more um, in the near future. But uh, just go to our website. You can see the agenda. You can see the presenters. There's bios on every presenter, and, and you can also register. So even if you don't, check us out. Yeah, I can see one on the East Coast already in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Florida in the wintertime in Denver. Yeah. Hey, hey, count me in yeah, for that one. We'll go to that one. <laughs> well, cool. thank you so much, ladies, for sharing your journey and your story and more about your company and, you know, everything, the platform that you guys are creating for consumers, really just focusing on education. That's what we're doing here at the Lit and Lucid podcast is focusing on consumer education and making sure people are making, you know, the right choices for themselves and for their health and choosing plant medicine over prescription pills and other, you know, less healthy lifestyles. So we appreciate that as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you both. Yep. It's really nice to, to have this opportunity. Likewise. Cool. Awesome. Well, with that, I'm lit. I'm lucid. And that's it. <laughs> Laters. Bye, guys. Thanks. We have known Steve for over a year now and find his products to be one of the most reputable sources of CBD and other cannabis products on the market. With so many imitation oils being sold online, it's important to source products from companies you trust. Steve's Goods is that company. Steve's Goods is an award-winning Colorado-based CBD company offering organic and locally sourced products at unbeatable prices. Visit www.stevesgoods.com and enter promo code LIT and LUCID for 10% off your next order. Go check them out. Show
This episode of the Lit and Lucid podcast is produced in partnership with Yuhu Brand. Yuhu Brand is an industry-leading digital marketing and business development agency in Denver, Colorado. Yuhu Brand specializes in social media management, website development, influencer marketing, and content creation, along with a host of supporting services to complement your marketing strategy. Yuhu Brand, building businesses the right way. If you're interested in learning more, hit us up at hello at or reach out to Jared and Lucy directly on the show.